Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the sleep podcaster patrons who's looking at it. You know, I'm, I'm coming at you from the front seat of a car. I'm looking at a one and a nine on a sign. Uh, but I'm here. I'm here to put you to sleep. I'm coming at you from the past. You're in my future. And hopefully at least some comfort, some taking your mind off stuff and ideally a good night's sleep, but not necessary. Some chills are in your future. Uh, courtesy of Scoots. Thanks, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, uh, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind that you're thinking about. So thoughts, uh, thinking stuff, uh, feelings. It could be emotions that are coming up for you related to those thoughts or something else. Could also be physical sensations, changes in time or temperature or routine. Maybe you're sleeping somewhere else. Maybe somebody else is on the road. Maybe you're anticipating. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake. Could be a lot of different things, right? Whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company so you can fall asleep. And I'm glad you're here. What I propose to do is to to, 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 try to try to create a safe place. And oh boy, do I have a tangent to go on about safe places and, and how you behave in a safe place, if I remember. But uh, what I'll do is I'll send my voice to try to establish the safe place, earn your trust or at least establish some rapport, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. That means I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to repeat myself. My voice is not traditionally sleepy or soothing. It's more something you say, oh, wait a second, this is something, it's not forgettable. My voice is somewhere in between unforgettable and, uh, r- r- you know, something you can't, you can't, you like, uh, I don't know what the opposite of unforgettable is. Oh, forgettable. I was thinking, oh, what's, what's, unfor-? I was thinking of something even better than unforgettable. And creaky dulcet tones are on the other side. You say, well, they're, they're not quite forgettable. They're and they're not unlistenable. They're like something I could listen to, but I don't need to. He has a voice. You're not sure if you want to listen. It's not a voice you don't want to listen to, and it's not a voice you really feel compelled to listen to. You just say, I don't know. I could kind of listen to him. Could kind of pay attention. So that's it. Uh, That's part of it. A couple other things. If you're new, this show is not for everybody, and I totally understand if it's not for you. Uh, Just kind of give it a few tries. That's what hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people have said over the years I've been making the show. They say, well, it took two or three tries. Or another popular one is, I listened to you once, strongly disliked you, 
Years later, I've gotten this review hundreds of times. Years later, came back, listened again. Now I listen every night. So I guess it's kind of like an acquired taste or a taste you eventually acquire. So give it a few tries. The reason I make the show is twofold. One, you deserve a good night's sleep. So if you're listening to this and you only take away one thing, that's what I hope you take away. You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place you could rest. You deserve bedtime to not feel like rigmarole or something we D-R-E-A-D or however you spell that word. Because that's been the case for me. And you, you deserve something better. So if you if it's not this show, I hope you find something else that does that for you. Uh, because your life will be better. And, and then our world will be better. If your life is a little bit more manageable tomorrow... That's that's could the greatest thing. I mean, really, that's great. So that's one reason. The other reason is, and it kind of goes along with that. I've been there. I know how it feels. So if I can help you, take your mind off of things, keep you company. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here. Uh, but if you fall asleep and you're you know just not listening to me or barely listening, and, and you get some rest too, that's amazing. So that's why I make the show. The, the, a couple other things that go along with that. One is this, this is a podcast. Like I said, you don't really listen to it. You just barely pay attention. And the other side of it is this is a podcast. What is it? Oh, it doesn't really put you to sleep. It just keeps you company while you drift off. But those things can be hard at first. You're like, when is this thing going to get started? And, and the show, it, it's always going. It never gets started. So those are two things. A, a couple other things that can throw new listeners off. One is the structure of the show. show starts off with a greeting so you feel seen and welcome. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you know I'm here for you. Then there's listener support, like support options for you, for the community around the show, and the community of the world we live in. Then there's support for the podcast so it can come out and meet our goals. We want to be free and twice a week in high quality as possible. So the sponsors and the listener support enable that. Then there's an intro, which we're doing now. And the intro is one of those things that can throw people off. They say, is that part of the sponsors? No, it's a show within a show that tends to drag on, but it's different every time. Like some... Things have the same, like a, a show on that you watch with your eyes, you know, it might have the same opening sequence or whatever. For Sleep With Me, it's different every time because I really believe those parts of us that are keeping, uh, uh, keeping us up at night, they adjust pretty fast. So if the intro isn't familiar and comfortable, but also different every time, it's my belief it wouldn't be as effective. But it's also fun. It's I'm here to keep you. I'm not just here to put you to sleep. I'm, I'm here to keep you company, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie. And part of that is being here, being here for you every episode with something new. So that's the structure of the show. After the intro will be some sponsor stuff again, so we can come out twice a week for free. Then the app, we'll be talking about The Good Place, uh, the, uh, almost the tail end of the uh, the second season. Then some thank yous and good nights. So that's the structure show and why make it. And I got to tell you, like, uh, and the last thing, and this kind of goes with a safe place. So I was just watching two, while I was get, getting ready to record 
two kittens playing around. I'm in a, a very country-like rural area, and where I, I'm, I'm in a parking spot in a car. I'm looking up at a, a hill, and there's a stump on the hill. And the people that live next door to us, they have two kittens. And this is the kind of place it's rural. Like you let the kitten, the kittens can run free. Uh, their mom's around somewhere. And they were on the stump playing. They were playing with each other. And they were also playing with a tree whose branches were leaning down by the stump, kind of uh, play fighting with the tree, tree branches. And I said to myself, uh, in a real honest way, I said, that's how you kind of behave when you're in a safe place. Like they were having, it looked like it to me. And again, this is a form of projection. I mean, that's part of podcasting and sleep podcasts, of course. And one of my, what's one of your hobbies? Projecting, you know, different means of that kind of stuff. But uh, anthropomorphizing, misusing words. Uh, but these kittens, they seem like they were having the time of their lives, like uh, fighting the tree, jumping at the tree, uh, jumping on each other, jumping off the stump, running back, jumping on it, jumping out, ro- rolling around, running away, running back. And that's kind of how our thoughts can be a lot of times. But I don't think I don't think they really are like they might seem like that at a distance. You say my mind's running around like a couple of kittens. But you say, well, one thing that's missing is that sense of play that those kittens had. And what, like so when you're, our thoughts are in a place that's like a little bit more based on what's what's going to be on that spreadsheet tomorrow or whatever, you know, is uh but when there's a little bit more safe place that, like, I'm trying to establish here, you say, oh, wait a second, I could just sit around and watch those kittens tumbling? Uh, how, is there something called the Kid Olympics? Kid, kid, there's almost a word there, Kid Olympics. Uh, the, not kid, they'd say Kid Olympics? No, like Kitten Olympics. Like, they have the puppy bowl. Kitten Olympics. I could just say it fast. We don't even have to shorten it. It's Kitten Olympics, one word. Uh, well, what is it? Mostly tumbling, uh, cuteness, uh, you know, changing words so they seem cute, like changing hot to hot, you know, putting a W in words. That won't be, that'll be part of our signage. Uh, mostly tumbling, rolling around. Oh, yeah, bat, batting. Oh, boy, will there be a lot of batting? Both two kinds, batting to roll around in and kittens batting things. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to the tree branch jumping competition. And that would be the, the you know, with that poster. We'll be doing it over safe areas for kittens. You know, areas full of batting, uh, B-A-T-T-I-N-G. Oh, eyelash batting? I didn't even think of that as a... Can we do that? And it won't be really competitive. It'll have a spirit of competition, and, you know, whatever kittens are into that's sustainable, we could give them as rewards. I don't know. It wouldn't be like Meow Mix uh, because, I, I I mean, maybe. I don't know. It'd be something like that, though. Whiskers. Oh, boy. Well, well I was saying uh, whiskers on kittens and bright, you know, velvet roses or whatever. Yeah, we'll have somebody sing that at the opening ceremonies, which will probably be the cutest because we'll just have kittens... Maybe we just, you know, this is kind of Kitten Olympics, best done in your imagination. Where are the, when or where are they held? Whenever you need them. How about we get Calgon on the phone? Like, remember, I like to bring up Calgon when I was a child. 
When I was a kid, they didn't really have spas, or at least they were only for the ultra-wealthy. But they did have a commercial on TV. It was normally a, 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 a mom, and she was, you know, she'd had a rough day, and she would take a bath, and they'd say, Calgon, take me away. And the bath had, like, you know, psychedelic, hallucinatable, you know, it had, like, all these, but, but uh, we, we could get with them and just say, Kitten Olympics, take me away. And then the image of kittens running around doing cute things and having fun. I don't know. Is there a way to invoke that spirit? I, I guess I have to reach out to you, dear listeners, and say, how could we in, invoke the inner, internal spirit of the Kitten Olympics without actually doing it? Because logistically, sounds, you know, well, one, I'm allergic to cats. And to answer the question that just popped up in my brain, don't know if I'm allergic to kittens. I would assume so. Probably safe to assume because their mother should be nearby or it could be. Uh, but also uh, Kitten Olympics, like I said, best done in, the, in your imagination. So anyway, I guess I, what I'm saying is I hope I can evoke the spirit of the Kitten Olympics tonight and just have a sense of play as I talk about the good place or episode after episode when I'm here for you, goofing around to keep you company and to take your mind off stuff, to create that sense, sense of safe place where you can jump at a branch, where you could kick up your heels, where you could roll around and just have fun. Uh, or just, you know, get in your bed and, you know, why don't you do a little bit of that? Like not the extreme, like the kittens were doing, Well, you know, do a little kitten digging where you're digging into your bed, getting comfortable because you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive. I appreciate you coming by and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks again. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this for you free twice a week. All right, everybody, we're talking season two, uh, episode 10 and 11. And we'll be running through my notes first, seeing what we could read. Uh, starts off Rhonda, Diana, Jake, and Trent. Tremaine, Lucky Bachmouth. Uh, Oh, a lucky bookmark. Oh, Chidi has this lucky bookmark. I figured that one out. Uh, they're sitting in pairs. It's a bit like a roller coaster in that blank space we see in other seasons. Then Michael kind of shows them a readout of uh, the neutral zone, TGP, the good place, and or TBP, the bad place, on either side. And he explains the main obstacles he says okay basically in the neutral zone is uh janet jennifer lawrence does that say justin lone janet warehouse so i rewrote it and i hop uh, judges quarters and accounting international interdimensional hole of pancakes so you don't want to eat them and in somewhere in the neutral zone Oh, wait a second. Oh, to get to the neutral zone, though, you got to go to the bad place uh, to uh, find this portal. It's all mixed up in the bad place. And we also need upper management pins. He has his pin. Uh, and then he puts it on, shows them. 
Can I have it? Upper management pins. I don't know what that means. I, I'm luggage. Uh, good J- Janet says. She says, I'm luggage because she doesn't need a pin. Disguises. It's complicated. Like a grain, like a, like grunge, like a grunge, like an orange. That is, I thought it looks like it's neither an O nor a G, my handwriting, but it's like an orange. I thought it looked a grudge, but I always said that that doesn't belong in a sleep podcast. I had a driftwood probate. I had a different. It's definitely different. I had a different profile. I had a different. I had a different probate. Definitely not that. I'd have it a different plan. Polish. And we go to chapter twenty-four. Uh, Alice's dramatic dream. Tremaine Crampery, City Council. Huh. Alice's Dramine Dramatic uh, Comedy City Center. I don't know what that says. Alice Aliases. Okay. What are the other names? Oh, Rhonda. I don't see Rhonda on there. Diana Tremaine. Okay. Maybe that says uh, what's on her license. City, Canada, City, Canada. That's what it says. There's Here's the thing, Scoots. There's definitely no Y at the end of Canada. I could tell you from the future. C-A-N-A-D, maybe an A and a Y. So I must have been thinking my brain was already processing city. So I combined Canada and city. Kind of my own shorthand, but only thing is that shorthand people know how to interpret later. We interpreted it. Dabbled in acting. Tahani says Baz Luhrmann threw glitter on me. This is really, I mean, Jason has a lot of strong jokes, but the performance uh, for Tahani of Rhonda Mumps is really, really good. And he says, I'm not going to be Blake Bortles. And they say, not Jordles. Yeah, Jake Jordles. Uh, Eleanor says, lying is second nature at this point. Jason looks sharp in hats. Tahani, us accounts. I don't know what that means. Tahani, oh, U.S. accent. Uh, Dumb double A, A double S. Uh, Oh, cursing, how I've missed you. What if we lose 12 points? Start talking about lying and principles. Okay, cool with it. Trains moving. Uh, Jason, Jason, pocket square to the lights. Janet looking him with love in her eyes. Tire fixed. Is that what that says? Oh, tie fixed. Uh, broad case, but that's a briefcase. Tire fixed in a broad case. Uh, pay. T Ted, pay T Ted. Looks like I was trying to spell out something. Pay T Ted. Did someone say something like uh, to pay T Ted? Briefcase pay. T Ted, bring back Janet. 
with hard on Janet's. This, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying being boring, being bad Janet versus is oh, being bad Janet is hard on Janet. I knew it's hard on. Here, pause to honey. Oh, train station. There's like that. Uh, the poster in the train station is Pirates of the Caribbean. And Michael says, act unusual or something, act un, untented, untented, according to my writing. Into red carpet halls, uh, place and area is a place, uh, the hall of human misery. Does it have a gift shop, a hall of low something, uh, low, low grade, uh, crappiness, a flamingo. Flossing in an open office, back soon by, be careful, robot-like, be careful, don't get all goopy, empty plate waiter, empty plate waiter, then plum, oh, then a planner, bad Janet arrived, uh, she makes a mom joke, and a big crowd is coming. S-O-B. S-O-B, add. Good place, bird. Oh, good place, bank. Sean's office, but that's actually a bad place, so Scoots. Acts up, man. It's Transformers set. Zips my tip. Exhilera- uh, oh, no. Exhilaration papers? Not exhilaration papers, but extradition papers. File them with the judge. Plans in motion and purity. Working cheaty stanicobe. Dap it out. Toxic masculinity. Dirk. Dirk dancery. Brat sowand. Talking is good at it. Oh, Tahani is good at it. Uh, will this end it? What this end it? Uh, Sean conference room with Michael. Michael stress. Cheaty stresses. Eleanor sits him down. Jonathan Darcy. Moral patch- particularism. Some of the particularism. Patchism. Patchism. Moral patchism. P A T I C H I S M. No absolute, absolute rule. We're in literal hell. Life throws you curves, curveballs. Exhilaration. I don't know, this is the second time I've seen exhilaration. I know that's wrong, but exhilaration. Exhalation. Bad Janet walkie talkie mouth like is Mike like is Michael Slug person. Split up. Found him. Peep this dog. Give him bar bores. Bar borbs her use. Uh, her like Eleanor. Give him bores. Her use, her light, Eleanor. Take back ref, uh, some kind of line, ball tip, 
give give it give it Trent's. So you can see my writing is like uh, not exactly poetic. I was doing this in the car though. I wasn't driving. You know, I was a passenger. Janet collects the green feast. Your eyes, everything is fine. Oh, so this is like so. Basically, let me see if I can catch up because it's really. Uh, so they go into this museum, and there's a, a reception going on in the museum. And uh, they're pretending they're bad place people at this party. So they split up into two groups, Tahani and Eleanor and Jason and Chidi. And, and immediately, not that Jason easily assimilates, so does Tahani. Eleanor kind of is like more keeping an eye on everybody. And I think Eleanor's like, just stick with Jason. He didn't talk to anybody. And then they meet uh, actually the husband of the star of the show. And uh, so uh, he's there pretending he's this, uh, I don't think he's Trent. He thinks Cheaty's Trent. So he says, wait a second, this is my buddy Trent. We used to work together like 300 years ago. And but he was all, all, even the fake Cheaty was awkward. So he's like, oh, you're so awkward still, man. He goes, I need help figuring out this one thing for my new task, toxic masculinity department. And Chidi's, you know, having trouble with all the lying and stuff. So that's a real challenge for him. Meanwhile, Michael was like, wait a second, I was just going to get these pins and go back and pretend we were going to the judge for extradition. Meanwhile, Sean's like, we're going to do this on the down low and just take those the Soul Squad from the medium place. And so they're sending people into the medium place to get everybody out. And I think that already happened. Like they go in there now. May, meanwhile, some this is like a party to reveal a new exhibit. So at some point, uh, yeah, they while they're oh, so they go in and then they realize that the bad place people aren't there. I don't think they quite realize yet. Michael's in on it. The second because they say, wait a second, who's there? Just Derek and Mindy. And they're they're like singing that song from Bad Co. And they, then the, oh, so people run out. Uh, no Janet Bortles, uh, just school. Okay, so they run out. Michael grabs their jackets. Is that it? That's all my notes. Okay, yeah. So then, Rhonda Mumps, uh, journalist, go. So basically, they reveal the new. Exhibit, which is the bad play, the the good, the Soul Squad, and they kind of play it up, uh, and then everybody realizes, wait a second, that's Trent. Wait, that's Rhonda Mumps, and they're actually able to extricate themselves by Jason's chaos plan. Then they run down a bank hall. Oh, go bank hall, Jordalist. Uh, oh, he says Blake Jordals, or maybe he says Jake Jordalist, and. They run out, they get away, they get to a bank portal. Michael shows up with Janet, or maybe Janet's not there, I don't know. No, Janet, now go, you three. So he gives a thing to uh, Jason, he goes to Hani and, and uh, Chidi go, and then he goes, uh, okay, well, I just solved the trolley problem and Eleanor says, what are you saying? He goes, oh, well, I solved the trolley problem. I only have one more pin, and I give it to you. Go take care of everybody. 
and rolling right into the next episode, they go through the portals. They're yelling, barfs in the nether dimensions, no Michael, kind music. Jason has a question where we didn't even get to say goodbye to Michael, not even a toodaloo. The door seals shut. We're on our own. What's the judge? They see a burrito. Oh, so they're in this like hall, kind of like a bank of elevator area, like we've seen in season four. Is this the judge? It's just a burrito. Is this part of the test? Not scared of my bur- of any burrito. They make a slow approach to the burrito. We doth seek. A jo- judge rolls up. What's up, guys? Chapter 25. Tapatio sauce. I'm not sure. Uh, just came. Did you just come here? You, you're so bad. Uh, portal is sealed. Get comfortable. Got all your files delivered by new, pneumatic tomb. I thought you were omniscient. Been watching some Ken Burns. You know, have an appointment, something Desmond, something, I don't know, Desmond. You guys are so cute. No advocates. Please hear our case. I love your accent. Tahani's talking to her. She says, I love your accent. Uh, Tahani says, take a sad song and make it better, like my godfather said. She doesn't say, nah, 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 nah. Let's do it. Uh, oh, so happy. Michael and Sean, you're a traitor. Uh, Sean's very let down. You basic. Uh, this good Janet was marbleized. So the bad Janet says she marbleized the bad, good Janet. Uh, judge test zoop. Uh, up you go. Sort of that way. You should be in the bad idea place. Then Jason goes into a test room, teal room, tea room with a bean bag. It tightens her to Jaguars. The judge tells Sahani her name's Jen, like hydrogen. Uh, You've got to go through the red door at the end. Everyone will talk about what they truly think about you. And Passer, Tahani, Halls, Sean, and Michael, Pretty Little Liars, Stephen King. Mistake was made. They belong in the good place, fair, and vacation. Stupid rules. One of them will screw it up. Get rid of him. Follow me. Judge Eleanor and Cheedy, two tests, no door, no, no, two doors, no test. You guys are in. We made it. Uh, planetary, not stupid. Just the two of you, my burrito walks off. Uh, this is the test, not some offer. Hot sauce on chin. Concept of envy. What do moral quandary grimace? Uh, not a test, way worse a choice. Jason meditating. You already knew this uh, is the test. 
Then Tahani's parents talking, Camilla, exactly the point. Eight Cheeto and, sh- ah, I just put ah, but I mean, and Shag to Floridian. I wish you both the best through the door. Last words, not retirements, unmarked room for eternity. Giant stack of New Yorkers, goodbye. Classic farts, here comes the door or the boar. And none, here comes the beer. And none by Sean out. Uh, Good Janet, Eleanor pacing through spare doors. Morally, we are allowed to. So what about the ethics? Not the real cheaty. 99% sure, quadruple check, this ain't cheaty. Never forget about ethics. We'll try. We'll time. Caster for sides. What does that say? East Caster for Sadie's. Caster for Sadie's. Cheaties do, do two hats, 12203. Brown, no, brown hats. Uh, all right for stuff going to bed. All right for stuff going to bed place. Uh, all right, uh, fun stuff going to bad place. Maybe that's what it says. All right, fun stuff going to bad place. Tell me why. 82 minutes, come on. We all failed, shall we? Doors open, video of us, off to internal damnation, yelling Michael and Janet, hey guys. And with that, my notes come to an end, but not our discussion of the episode, because Scoots is going to talk about everything he saw or sees on the videotape. Uh, Thanks. Scoots, take it away. All right, so let's go to the episode here. It opens with the train chug, chug, chugging along. Eleanor and Michael are standing. She sits next to Cheedy. He's checking his pockets. He's kind of dismayed. They're going, to, you know, not feeling so hot about going to the bad place. HQ. Michael kind of explains everything that I explained. Got to get to the judge. Got to go through the bad place. Got to get to the portals. Janet Warehouse is there. Accounting. I hop. Get internet interdimensional hole of pancakes. So we get a lot of Jason jokes in there. And uh, yeah, yeah, so we're going to have to go undercover. Probably won't be able to tell the truth. Uh, and we need these uh, good place pins, which makes me realize that Michael must have given his to Eleanor. Don't worry, I'll get four more. Janet can be a carry-on and luggage, and she, Janet has, they, Janet has uh, bad place uh, supplies for all uh, costumes. Uh, what are those things called? Where you go on undercover disguises, and Jason also offers an alternative plan, which they end up using later. Total chaos. It works every time. Create a new problem. Solve a problem by creating a problem. The good place. Chapter 24. Glasses on, disguises on. Diana Tremaine. Uh, This is one of the things I couldn't read. 123 Whatever Street, Canada City, Canada. 
And Tahani loves being Rhonda Mumps. Uh, she's really good at it. Work at the Hot Dog Factory. And Michael says, you got to be more specific than that. So he's given a direction. She says, okay, I can be more specific. He says, yeah, not Blake Bortles, but Jake Jordles. Jake, Jake Jordles, Molotov. Uh, okay. 800 reboots. We should be good at flying. GD? No. Can't do it. He goes to the back of the train. Eleanor goes to sing. Uh, sit with him. Tony says, Mondays, pass the NASCAR ketchup. Hey, buddy. I know you don't want to lie. You know, principles and all that. Uh, no one's going to be mad. Really? No, yeah, we're mad. Come on. I can swear. I can lie. Look, Eleanor. We're going to go for a judge. What if we lose 12 points for lying? And we needed 12 points. Uh, can't lie to demons. Uh, principles aren't principles. When you pick and choose when, you're going to follow them. I won't lie. Okay. And GD is so principled. Then we see the train. Eleanor says we'll figure it out. That's when Jason and Janet have a moment over a pocket square. And it's Ty. She says, you look nice. He says, oh, boy, do you, too. She says, okay, here's a briefcase. We get way more jokes. And she says, maybe no briefcase. Janet getting into character as a bad Janet. She says, well, I could be passive-aggressive. I learned that. Uh, but that's not quite the level they're looking for. So we see her go back and forth about glasses of water, please. Uh, she's doing her best, though. She's doing her best to uh, make trouble. Uh, backup glasses, oh boy. Let's keep working at it. And the train goes into the station. Pirates of the Caribbean 6 premieres coming up uh, in the bad place. People are getting off. Uh, there's funny announcements. Michael's nervous. Just act unnatural. They go into this hall. It's just a place, uh, just a place, a location. Pretty straightforward, an area or a location. Oh, Museum of Human Misery, Hall of Low-Grade Crappiness. And Michael says, this isn't very, this is at least, you know, it's not very popular, so no one should be here. That's the first flossing in an open plan office. First photos, first waiter to say, oh, it looks like, the you know, some make a bad joke about dinner. Uh, first ultimate frisbee player, Jason likes. Eleanor, you know, is worried about Michael for real. She tries to cover that up. But another l little moment here again. This is a packed 22 minutes. So they're walking around looking at the hall and uh, checking stuff out. And we see that oh, all those characters also have kind of steampunky talkers. Uh, then a bad Janet and some party people, plan planners with, uh, you know, uh, black ties or black shirts and black pants and red ties. And I say, there's going to be a party here. Oh, boy. What are we going to do? Cut to commercial. We go to the bank. Uh, Michael goes into Sean's office. Axes up. Transformers. Smell how Transformer movies make you feel. And Michael says, okay, let's do everything by the book. I just need some pins for my staff. Sean says, we're not, we're doing this undercover. 
Can't let anybody know about this mess up, so we have an alternative plan on the down low. And uh, we're going to get the humans back from the medium place uh, without permission. Go to the party. The four of them are at a table. They say, we got to split up so we look unnatural. You know, this is too conspicuous. Cheaty, let Jason do the talking. Uh, Tahani and I'll uh, do stuff. Uh, and then they almost get some appetizers. It's food from places, you know, that aren't, they aren't originally from. And somebody recognizes Cheaty as Trent. It's uh um, oh, he, and then he likes Jason. Jason immediately k- 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 him him kick it off or whatever. And he's uh, they says, oh, we worked together eight hundred years ago in decap uh, toxic manuscalinism in my new department. I'm running. And he says, yeah. And then he says, come over here, meet my friends. My, this is my old uh, coworker. And he's, we got this, this case we're working on. Maybe you could help out uh, with an idea. And the guy's like a regular, uh, we've run through everything. What do you do? What will we do? And, and Chidi acts all nervous, but the guy goes, you're so strange, Trent. I love it, man. Uh, you haven't changed one bit. We go back to Tahani and Eleanor just having party conversations. She's really good at it. She goes, yeah, if you've partied enough with the elites, you know, you get good at lying. Uh, good Janet shows up. I think Tahani's drinking a PBR, yeah. How long is this party going to last? Oh, boy. And Sean and Michael go into the conference room. Everybody's there. They're kind of, and they say, okay, we're going to pull them out of the medium place, uh, we're going to watch it live. This is exciting. We're not allowed to do that, Sean. Oh, yeah, we don't care about that. Uh, we need to cover this up. You know, you messed, you and Vicky messed everything up, so, uh, you know, we're going to do this, uh, and then we can go ahead down to the party at the museum. So, very exciting. And they say, okay, everything's in place. Let's do it. And we go back to the party. I think there's probably ad. Chidi's like, all these dudes want me to give them advice. What should I do? Eleanor, you're wearing glasses now. She goes, just lie. Can't If Rhonda can do it, you can do it. And she's dropping names. Lies have consequences. This is a Kantian you know, situation. And she says, okay, sit down. Rub your lucky bookmark and hear me out. Uh, what if lying's ethical in this situation? Like Jonathan Dancy says, uh, there aren't all or nothings. Moral particularism. And he says, Scoots, that was what your handwriting said? Moral particularism. There's no fixed rules that work in every situation. Let's say, yeah, my handwriting is like uh, particularly hard to read. Uh, and she goes, well, moral particularists would say there is no absolute rule. You have to choose your actions based on the situation. And this is a pretty bonkers situation. She says, I don't know if I could do that. Uh, she goes, you're in a cocktail party in literal hell. Life throws you curveballs. And uh, uh, then we have the husband and wife connect with one another uh, briefly we see a couple more displays, a person a person on vacation saying, I need a vacation. 
Janet, good Janet, tries to find out how much uh, longer this party's going to be going on. And she sneaks back. She sees the display. It's like, oh, dear. And then we see, okay, we're going into good, we're going into the medium place. Mindy and Derek are um, singing that song uh, um, uh, by Bad Company, I think, or is it by somebody else? Uh, I feel like uh, uh, looking at doves with you tonight. Michael runs out of there with some sport coats, runs into Lance, a squid uh, slug person. Sean realizes Michael's up to no good. Trent and is uh, there. He says, okay, peep this. Uh, you got an idea? Give this guy books. If he's a toxic, masculine person, um, because I got this one woman that didn't like books. I gave her so many books to read, she read them. And they said, what kind of books? Moral philosophy? And they say, man, this is uh, like, uh, and they say, I don't know, man. Kind of sounds lame. And the Cheaty Chicks, Jason's uh, lead. And he goes, don't question Trent's man. And they say, okay, Trent, you're the man. Then bad Janet tries to, good Janet tries to grab everybody. Then they say, all right, it's time to reveal the uh, new statues. Newest exhibit here from neighborhood 12358W. And we see all the humans. Oh, dear. Is that what we look like? And they say, okay, here we go. We don't have them, but we've cooked up the next best thing. Vainglorious attention seeker. With enough jealousy to power Elon Musk's underwater mansion. I'm cheating, or maybe I'm not. I can't decide anything, or maybe I can. My stomach hurts. Eleanor Shellstrap, I'm empty inside. I mock others. I'm Jason Mendoza. What? Jason says, that's me. Michael shows up. Uh, you smell loud and confusing. Let's go. And they get, you know, cornered. That's when Jason does his move that he's good at with, oh, I didn't realize it, with the, um, the pocket square ends up being essential. And then they all run out of the run down the hall to the portal. Jason or uh, Michael sends them in. Okay, okay. Give me a pin. Where's Janet's? Uh, don't worry. Go. Tahani's in. Chidi's in. Jason's in. Only one pin left. Sean and his crew show up. Solve the trolley problem. If you're driving the trolley, there's a third thing you can do, which is, uh, you know, go off the rails and take care of other people. And uh, she goes, what does that even mean? And he sends her through the portal. The others need you. I'll deal with these people. Goodbye. Eleanor goes out. Michael gets busted. Hey, boss, what's up? And the episode ends. And then we roll right into episode 11, season two, episode 11, the burrito. Everybody comes through the portal. She puts on his glasses. Jason says, I'm going again. That was awesome. She says, I'm not feeling so good. We just went through a bunch of dimensions. Where's Michael? Not coming. 
sacrificed himself. No Michael, no Janet, not even a toodle-doo. The portal closes. We're on our own. They say, where's the judge? They're in like a big hall. Looks kind of like an elevator, bank of elevators, So There's a burrito on the desk. Is that the judge? Should we eat the burrito? Is this our test? Jason will eat it. And let, oh, he's the one that's like, what if the burrito's the judge? Uh, and they say, I don't know. Eleanor says, maybe. We've seen weirder things. Let's not take any chances. They zoom on it. Hello, Your Excellency. We seek thine judgments. And the judge pulls up. It's Maya Rudolph. And uh, then it goes green. What's up, guys? Chapter 25. I didn't think I had a case. She's putting some tapatio on there on her burrito. She said, did you sneak in here without an appointment? Oh, I bet you, you two, you people are naughty. Yeah, we got about out of the good place. Portal sealed, she says, so you can relax, get comfortable. She puts her regular clothes back on them or their natural clothes, reads her files. She says, I just learn about humans when I need to. I don't know everything. She talks, just like in season four, about you know what she's watching on TV. Petition denied. Adios. And she says, yeah, you guys are cute, but uh, you didn't file the paperwork. You have no advance notice, so sorry. Got to send you back. And Tani says, no. Uh, we've been like through a lot. And she goes, okay, well, she goes, we made progress, and we deserve an audience. Uh and she says, just like take a sad song and make it better. Like my godfather said, uh, don't make it bad. Take a sad group and make us better. Oh, Alum- aluminum, aluminum. She goes, well, you got a lot of guts showing up here unannounced. I haven't a case in 30 years. I'm super bored. I was going to start another show. But uh, maybe I'll hear your case. Okay. And she says, let's do it. Then we go back to Sean and Michael. And bad Janet. And they call him a traitor. They're making fun of him. How could you do this? You know, we, we, were, we were loyal to you. And this is how you repay us. And he says, I don't want to care about this. We're, you're basic. Uh, you're not my friends. Michael says that. Human insult. Devastating insult. Uh, and the humans are in front of the judges. Good Janet got away. Bad Janet says, no, she didn't. And so, too bad, so sad. And then the judge says, okay, I'm, I'm, I've designed a test for each of you. Uh, and that's when we'll see who makes it. So, and they say, we're more of a group thing. So, could you test this together? And it's, it's, it's like there's a lot of jokes, but they say, no, 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 we work together to get here. And she goes, okay, well, if you all pass, you're in. If any one of you fail, you all fail. And she goes, uh, but whatever. So Jason goes in to a room with a Madden 18 on there. He has to uh, play the Titans against the Jaguars and uh, beat them. And so he plays, starts playing as the Titans, then Tahani. 
She says, uh, you know, my name's super boring, but it's Jen, short for hydrogen, since it's the only thing in existence when I was created. Anywho, you have to walk down this hallway, go through the red door at the end. But in every room you pass, people are going to be talking about you. So she starts going down the hall. It's a long hall. So it's kind of a hall like you'd see in a luxury hotel. Like it has a blue and white uh, carpet with a nice pattern to it. I guess it's got gold. Uh, kind of color, I don't know, like uh, something that's richer than eggshell. That You know, it has paints that are beyond my vocabulary. You say, well, that's not even, that paint is so expensive, it's not even Scoots' vocabulary. Now, I wonder if they recorded this at the same hotel I stayed at. It doesn't look familiar, but, you know, I don't always pay attention when I'm walking in the hotel, walking to my hotel room. So there's a red room at the end of the door, like the judge had said. I don't know if I said this, like everybody's going to be saying what they really, truly think about you. And Tahani starts walking. She sees the names on the doors. Childhood friends, Simon, Quentin, Rebecca, and Catherine. Oh, I see. Uh, um, I can't miss it. I think butlers and um, uh, nannies, maybe, is the next one. Then uh, spa care, spa workers, Blue Ivy, Carter, and uh, Northwest, spa workers and bikini people. Then we go back to Shawn Michael and Bad Janet and... Uh, you know, Sean's still giving it to Michael. Michael says, that's actually your fault. Uh, you see, it was 800 times Sean says that this is all was all false. And Michael says, a lot of those details I just took from novels I read from Stephen King and episodes of Pretty Little Liars for the fake reports. And he goes, I thought humans could make each other miserable. Instead, they helped each other get better. They were bad people. This isn't supposed to happen. And the only mistake is that somehow a mistake was made. And these people belong in the good place. It's not fair. Sean says, uh, fair is almost as bad as staycation. And you're wrong. We're right. Humans stink. Uh, and Michael says, they're good people. They deserve the good place. And Judge is going to feel that way. And Sean says, yeah, no chance. Uh, plus, they'll mess it up. They always do. And the bad Janet says, let's get rid of this Michael. And Sean says, yeah, let's go. They're in room 211, by the way. And then Chidi and Eleanor, she's, the judge says, you two are up. Uh, you're going to go at the same time. They go to walk through doors. They look at one another. Chidi smiles. Eleanor takes a breath and smiles. They walk through a door. They come through another door. And the judge giggles, pretty trippy, right? No test, you guys are in. We're in, what does that mean? They kind of go back and forth. Oh, you're going to the good place, congrats. And she gives them these pucks. She says they're medallions. Go ahead, go through the portal. And they're so happy, holy cow, we made it. She even goes, woo, who said philosophy was stupid? And he says, you do it many times. But he goes, you worked hard. You deserve it. Uh, yeah, judge says, you really do. Here's the thing, though. Only the two of you can go. Tahani and Jason didn't make it. They're actually going to the bad place anyway. They're just taking tests to determine where. So maybe reconsider the us together thing. You're all going down. 
I'm hungry. Better eat my burrito. Totally forgot about it. And they go to commercial, and Chidi and Eleanor are talking it out. This is the test. Maybe Jason and Tani got the same offer. Whoever takes it loses, and the other two go to the good place. Judge says, nah, that's not true. They have their own tests. She shows them taking their tests, and Tani's going down the walkway, tempted by different rooms. Jason's playing video games. Laura says, okay, well, and uh, she goes, by the way, you got hot sauce on your chin. She says, it's not hot sauce, it's uh, envy, the concept of envy, envy, concentrated envy or something. Gives food a little kick, and then she goes, turns back to Chidi, oh, what do we do? Chidi makes a face. Is that the moral quandary grimace? Denver, different from the gas pain grimace and your, uh, from whence it came, Whence it came, Grimace. Spit it out. He goes, this isn't a test. This is a choice. It's way worse. And Eleanor stares at him. He goes, we just got to make a choice. And she goes, why can't one part of this thing of uh, calculating our eternal fate be easy? They say, I don't know. Then we go back to Tahani. Prince William, Prince Harry, and Harry. Maybe that said. I don't know. Oh, wait, I missed it. Fergie and Fergie. But Fergie plenty's in the good place. And her parents. Uh, and she's close to the end, but she opens, she sighs, opens the door. And they say, I don't know what, they're already discussing her. But more as a disappointment compared to her sister. She rolls up on them. Oh, Hello. Surprised to see you here. We were just talking about you, I mean, your sister more. And they have, they have, say, sit down, let's talk about your sister and you. Jason's meditating, judges checking him, trying to stay calm. It's really hard, you know, to sack my favorite quarterback and play against my own te- favorite team. But I can do it unless this is the test. Oh, you already knew it. Uh, Trying to trick me. This is a test. She goes, yeah, I told you it was a test. Then I really like this moment with Tahani and her parents. Tahani and her parents is because uh, they're kind of uh, picking at her. And she goes, you know, I risked quite a lot to come in here. And so if you could listen to me for 30 seconds. And they say, well, we got a lot to talk about about your sister. She dedicated her album to, well, technically her fans, that's you. And she rubs her face. And she goes, the whole point is you're supposed to be talking about me behind my back. You're not even talking about me. You're talking about her. And she realizes that's the point and that she, uh, but she has closure still, which I find amazing. I love it. Uh, she goes, oh, it's never going to be enough to earn your respect. And, you know, I've done things you wouldn't even approve of. Eaten a Cheeto, shagged a Floridian, uh, dressed, as service, dressed as a service industry worker. And they gasp. And she goes, yep, Cheetos are as loud as you, they're really loud. They make you happy. And mom says, don't hulk out, dear. And she stands, she says, okay. And she goes, I'm sorry we didn't have a better relationship. 
I wish you both the best. And she walks off. Ooh, what a moment. What a digni- dignified moment, really. And then she turns to the door and, like, with purpose, walks off. Uh, Sean says, hey, Michael, we'll see you. Michael says, go ahead and retire me, man. And um, he says, we're not retiring you. That's a joke. Uh, then everyone would know. You know, no, 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 we're not doing that. Uh, I don't need any scrutiny right now. We're going to put you in this room for the rest of eternity. He goes, you love humans, so we're just going to leave you here with a stack of New Yorkers that keeps going. You know, you'll never get through them. Nothing to do but read the New Yorkers. I think I talked about that on a podcast episode like five or six years ago. I know that feeling. They just keep coming. Everybody does. That's subscribe to the New Yorker. Uh, And then you read one article. You're like, well, I can't stop now. But then Janet says, all right, well, let's say goodbye with one last guess. Uh, And she reveals herself as good Janet. uh, Takes out Sean. Hooray. How did you do that? Well, I knew. Don't worry. I knew what I was doing. It was a trick. I wanted to. I knew if we were gonna if we we're gonna save the day, I'd have to learn how to be bad quick, and I did. So now I'm ready to be nice again after we deal with Sean, and let's go. And Michael smiles. Eleanor keeps walking through the endless doorway. Says it helps me think. And she says, okay, we've been through Kantian, Conceptualist, Superman, Rihanna. Am I missing anything? And she goes, give me your most boringest, obscure, uh, wizardy stuff. Uh, and she says, if our friends are going to the bad place anyway, us choosing to do something won't lessen their suffering. So morally, we're allowed to go. And he says, let's forget about ethics for a second. And she does a slow look up. uh, And he goes, don't we deserve to be together and happy for once? And she gets a smile. And she says, Judge, come on. I'm I'm Eleanor Shellstrop. Uh, This ain't cheaty. You know, we're not going anywhere. I mean, I knew it, but I wanted to quadruple check it. And the judge's mind is blown. And it's really thinking about this today, like Eleanor's journey, even into season two, really metaphorically, but now having so much exposure to it, I'm like, I'm I'm not that great a person. I mean, I, like, uh, and I don't say that in a self-deprecating or poor me way. And I've, I've made, a, I've been very selfish most of my life. And I said, wait a second. This metaphor actually has a lot of meaning for me, or Eleanor's journey. And I say, wait a second, it, it can give me hope. Uh, I mean, I realize it's fiction and a comedy and a sitcom. But I say, wow, people can change, at least on TV. And that's what I got all my lessons that made me so selfish for, I think. Uh, or maybe it's just, oh, then we go to Cheaty. Sorry, I get back to Cheaty's test. He's going back and forth between two hats. That was his real test, brown hat or gray hat. No, he's been doing it for an hour and 22 minutes. He chooses brown hat, puts in his head, doors open, he smiles, he goes out. Everybody sits down in front of the judge. 
smiling expectantly. You're all going to the bad place. No one's super surprised. We cut to commercial. Chidi wants exclamation, uh, exclamation, explanation. It took you 82 minutes to choose a hat. Come on. Did I choose the right one? Chidi, come on. And uh, honey, you skipped a lot of rooms that I thought would entice you, but you had to open the door with her parents. And she kind of did have to. So, and she says, sorry. Can I go back in and uh, see what Winston Churchill and Freddie Mercury are doing? No. Jason, your test was about impulse control. You showed improvement, but you should have uh, just asked not to play. And you told me off. I guess maybe that scene was cut. She, He kind of told the judge off, but not in any major way. She says, well, why would you tell the judge off? He goes, well, I, he goes, I, but I beat the greatest quarterback of all time in the last second to set up a game-winning field goal. Uh, then she goes to Eleanor. Eleanor interrupts her and says, yeah, I failed. Uh, still selfish. So... Uh, when it went for, I chose a shrimp over being kind. And the judge nods and says, okay, let's go, shall we? And the portals open back up. Two different style portals, one a swishing vortex portal and not, another one more of like a paramecium amoeba style one. And then she has a video of them, of highlights together. She just got a stomach ache, but... Uh, and she goes, Eleanor says, you know what? I love you. I'm going to miss you. I mean, she doesn't say, I don't know if she says I love you, but uh, I'll be thinking of you in this next life. Uh, and the judge says, this is hilarious. Uh, and Jason says, I want to go through the portal, get a good night's sleep. We'll come back. We'll try again. Eleanor says, that's what I love about you. She doesn't quite get to Tahani. Uh, when a noise comes and it's uh, Michael and good Janet's coming through the portal. And uh, they come through. The amoeba portal becomes a vortex portal. They say, hey, Janet says, hey guys, how are, you? how are you? And that episode comes to a close. So now you can be like Jason and get in bed and get a good night's sleep and... Uh, We'll be back soon. Good night.